Garfiri Jefem! Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Guy Faded Japan, and I am your host, Johnny. And I am your other host, Jeremy Deschner. That's right, and as you find, folks, know Guy Faded Japan is about two dudes, boo-boo-boo-boos. Japan in the news! That's right, and uh, Jeremy, um, I'm drinking a, well, I'm not drinking it yet, I'm making a gin and tonic as we speak. I've got the royal host of gins here in Japan, actually craft gins. I'm drinking a Roku gin, which is an award-winning Japanese craft gin. And Faders, if you didn't know, Japan right now is coming up as like one of the number one countries of gin. There's so many distilleries on here right now that are popping up left, right, and center, and they are amazing. And this one right here, I mean, I'm having a gin and tonic, but I could drink this stuff straight if I wanted to. And in fact, I might. Mm. Pinky so up is, and everything, dude. You did the classy pinky up and everything, man. You are a man with class, sir. I am. I am. Have uh, a little so, tonic with your gin. Uh, I'll have a little tonic with my gin. Uh, Canada Dry. Not my favorite, but it will uh, do the trick. What are your thoughts on Japanese gin? Uh, you nailed it, bro. J- uh, Japan, Japan totally took over the whiskey market. And yep. they are they are making uh, gains and moves forward into the gin market, bro. Mm-hmm. And they already mm-hmm. they already own the shochu market. I myself am drinking a bourbon and coke, like the heathen nice. that I am. But I enjoy and bourbon and coke once in a while. What kind of bourbon is it? My favorite. It's um, benchmark bourbon by um, Buffalo yeah, Trace. That's right. That's right. I, I got to get a bottle of that. Oh, so good, man. Um, it's so num num. Oh, yum, yum, yum. All right. Well, come by, brother. Come by. Come by, my friend. To episode number 703. 703 of these motherfuckers in a row. In a row, folks. Wouldn't it be funny if we did it backwards? Now we're like, all right, next one's going to be 702, then 701, then 700, then 699. We'll go all the way back to zero and then call it a day. I'll do it again. I'll do it for another 10 years. And then what happens after the 10 year mark? What are you going to do? Retire, retire with all my riches from God Faded Japan, all this glorious money that I made from um, what YouTube, I guess. No, 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 no money from YouTube. (laughs) We do have a Patreon faders. And uh, yeah, I do have a website. Go to the spilltink.com and buy a painting or print or just go to Patreon or tell a friend about YouTube. Oh, Speaking of YouTube, I want to talk about YouTube for a second. All right. Um, Faders, we do have a YouTube page and you should be on it. You should be watching it right now. You should be subscribed. You should like our videos and um, you should definitely watch our live videos uh, like this one right here. But uh, we also have live videos where um, I organize nightclub events like uh, live house events with bands. And last week I booked, oh my God, I booked an incredible amount of bands. We had like this amazing lineup of like Japanese rockers and Western rockers all mishmashed together. I had, I had rock punk hardcore music it was absolutely fantastic and i'll tell you one thing faders japan has a very high standard when it comes to bands like japan like you think j-pop and k-pop and all that stuff is really popular here yeah that's true it is but underground music here in japan especially like the punk rock scene the hard rock scene and the the hardcore scene dude it is very 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 high level and stuff it's hard to find a bad punk rock band here in japan and stuff and um i'll tell you one thing i found an amazing and i don't even they're not punk rock they're kind of borderline punk rock i found a band and this band is kind of like a border there's kind of like a combination of nirvana ah, 
God, what would it be? God, it's so hard to place. I was saying Nirvana and maybe Sonic Youth. Yeah, you put these two bands together and you got these guys, dude. This band, they got the most interesting name. I don't I don't even know what it means, but it's Meizu, M-E-I-S-O-U, Meizu. What does Meizu mean? Do you know what Meizu means? I think it means uh, whale's vagina. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I have no, I got nothing, man. I got nothing. Yeah. That, that's fantastic. But it did. Oh my God. But this <laughs> band. Okay. I discovered this band uh, about a month ago. No. Yeah. About a month ago, me and a friend were walking in Hedajuku. Ah, I remember walking to our friend's bar. You remember the story? Yeah, yeah. Great story. Yeah. We're walking, we're walking towards uh, Hedajuku from Yoyogi and stuff. And we had some street beers and stuff. And it was a beautiful day. The weather was perfect and stuff. And we heard this really interesting noise rock. Right. And so we got closer to like all the sound and there's a group of fucking tourists because it's Hedajuku, tons of tourists. Right. And so hmm. we get close to this group of tourists and we see this band of these three kids, right. They're like in their early, early twenties, if they're 20. Right. And, yeah. and they're playing the most insane like alternative punk music that I've ever heard before. These guys were like spot on musically. These guys were absolutely insane and they're playing on the street and they're surrounded by all these tourists that look like they're fucking shell shocked, dude. Their jaws were fucking on the ground. Their eyes were pancaked and they're like, what is this music stuff? And these kids were playing like, like, like they've been playing for like a thousand years. They're jumping off the, the amps. They're breaking shit. One guy, one guy at the end of one song, he took his bass guitar and started rubbing it on the concrete i mean lemmy lemmy was crying in his grave he's like oh my that was beautiful oh my yeah oh my god it was so insane and, and the cool thing is the cops didn't even show up the cops didn't show up these guys were playing and playing and playing and playing afterwards i went up to him i was like i'm gonna book you guys and they're like yeah yeah whatever i'm like no seriously i'm gonna book you give me your contact so they gave me their Instagram. I went on their Instagram, became friends with them on Instagram, sent them a message. I was like, I'm going to book you guys. I'm not bullshit. I'm fucking Johnny, dude. I know exactly what I'm doing and I'm booking you guys. And that's what I'm doing. And that's what I did. So they performed at our last event and uh, their performance is on our YouTube page. If you go to our YouTube page, you can see their whole performance along with all the other bands and stuff. And you should watch the whole show. It's like eight hours long. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. But this band... These kids were absolutely insane. They were jumping around, jumping off stuff. They're falling on the ground and stuff. I thought they were going to start fist fighting each other. It was absolutely insane. These guys had the energy that I wish I had. I mean, these guys were like, there's just something special that, you know, when you see like a special band or a special like performance and it could be like, it could be anything. It could be like a band. It could be a DJ. It could be ballet. And you see something, you just see that there's magic in it. You know, you just get that electricity. And, and that's exactly what I got. And that's exactly what I felt from this band and faders look these guys up. They're all over the place. M E I S O U Maizu. and definitely go to our YouTube page and watch the whole eight hours of that concert and stuff. It's, it's well worth it and stuff. And definitely check out this band and let us know in the show notes or in the comments or whatever, what you think. Uh, yeah, dude, uh, I digress, I guess. <laughs> Jeremy. Dude, I, I saw some of that show. I couldn't watch the whole eight hours, but what I do is when I, when I get home, I put those, those kind of, um, live performances that you, you make, I put them on in the mm -hmm. background and I do my work and everything while those are running in the background. And, uh, oh, wow. man, amazing, amazing stuff. Like the underground music, like you pointed out in Japan is, I would say like what we experienced in the nineties back in the States. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. right. So like now if you're getting into it and you're you're into like underground bands, you're into like unknown bands, unsigned bands, now is the time you want to be in Japan because these kids they don't they don't have like any kind of like anything holding them back. They're 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 just up there, they're up front, they're in your face. It's it's real rock and roll, man. And like you don't see a lot of rock bands these days. You see a bunch of hip hop, you see a bunch of pop, but rock and roll is not dead it's alive and well in japan and it's underground and you can come here and you can see it or you can watch it on our live feeds dude it is really good man it, like i said it reminds me of everything we were doing back in the 90s what what, do, what other bands did you have there man uh yeah let me just pull this up i had a lot of bands actually um let's see um i had konnichiwa typhoon mojo drive one stone uh polipe uh punic uh, of course, Mezo, uh, Craig in the band, and the sun goes down. And and these these are all like I mean these are strange names, but these na these bands are really really amazing. Punic P U N I K. 
these guys are like a 1970s punk rock band. I mean, cool. they're like pretty much like the exploited meets DRI meets the Ramones. It was absolutely fantastic. The sun goes down is pretty much like Japanese Metallica. If you like Metallica, like old school Metallica, like Ride the Lightning, oh, yeah. there you go. Uh, Craig and the band is kind of like a rock funk band or whatever. Mojo Drive is like a funk rock band. One Stone is pretty hardcore. Yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty cool, man. I mean, not all the bands are like completely punk bands or whatever. Like a Polypi is like a, uh, I think they're like a police cover band and stuff, but they do a lot of reggae or whatever. But um, it's a great mix of bands. Absolutely fantastic. It was a great show. It was like one of those shows that like after it finished, I kind of wish that I could like relive it. I was like, right oh, on, right man. On. That was so much fun. I wish I could just like rewind my life and just do it all over again, you know? Yeah, I totally get it. I totally get it. And you know, the one thing about if you're in if you're into bands and you're in your and you're into music, the cool thing about mm. going to underground band shows is like the the band that you're watching may not be successful, but the retarded guitar player from that band and and the drum player from another band and then a bass player from another band, all these bands that you all saw. Get mm-hmm. together and make a fucking famous band like like Guns N' Roses or Nirvana. You you'd be like, oh, I saw that guy when he was on when he was in that band called uh, Pickle Pizza or whatever. You know what it was called. And you're like, whoa, you were back there in those days. Yeah, I was back there at the beginning. I'm a true fan. It's it's cool, man. You get like props for that shit. Well, I, I organize them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I put them together, man. Yeah, so, way yeah, to go. That's what I do, so. Yeah, so Faders, if you come or if you're in Japan or if you're planning on coming to Japan, you want to see some really amazing shows. I do this like maybe once or twice a month now. So, yeah. And actually, another thing that I think is kind of cool is like these younger guys that are like, uh, they're, they're just pushing 20 or they're 20. Uh, hopefully they're 20. I don't know. I, I didn't ask. It, they just look young. But anyway, so the thing is just, just like, for the last couple of years, they've been in lockdown. They've been incarcerated in their homes because of fucking COVID and shit. So right now they're they're fucking they're, 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 they got a lot of angst. They're pissed off. They're, they're angry as hell. And they're fucking just taking it out on the music, man. And they're fucking just going crazy. Like I said, the dude had his fucking bass guitar on the concrete and he's rubbing it back and forth, making this like amazingly horribly beautiful sound that fucking would rock lemmy dude he's like ah, yeah dude you make lemmy into frankenstein dude lemmy hears that muse that sound and he's like oh, i'm coming back to life dude I, I gotta see these guys perform yeah dude it was it was amazing it was absolutely amazing dude these guys are really 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 great i fucking i love them and another thing is all these guys, even though that when they're playing, they're really tough and they just don't give a fuck or whatever. In real life, when you like hang out with them and have a couple of beers with these guys, they're the nicest fucking people. They're just like heavy metal guys. Heavy metal guys are always so sweet. That being said, you got another show coming up in two weeks, right? I have an art exhibition coming up in two weeks and I've got another rock show happening. Right before that, and then I've got another. I got another. Yeah, dude, I've got so much stuff happening, dude. I got a lot of stuff on my plate. I'm, dude, I'm stressed, man. I'm losing hair, dude. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you, you're, uh, you're quite busy. You're quite the busy guy these days, man. This is like the third art show or fourth art show you've had this year, and it's only halfway through 2023, and then you're having well, rock shows yeah. on top of that. That's true. That's true. But the thing is, it's just like, all right, I've got my two main, my, my main exhibitions that I organize, the art exhibitions, which are Tokyo Art Tank. But it's because they're so successful. I think a lot of people are trying to book me now for me to show my artwork in their exhibitions and maybe it makes them, I don't know, more successful or something. Maybe they can learn something from me. I don't know. But the thing is, though, it's just like I, I love helping out the community and stuff. So, like, I always say yes. So somebody's like, hey, can you show your work at my my exhibition? I'm like, hell yeah, I do. Yeah, sure. And they're like, how do you get more people to come i'm like well it's easy you got to just tell people <laughs> you right. know hmm. so yeah so i don't know I'm, I'm getting busy and stuff you know but the thing is it's just i love what i'm doing so you know i mean if i'm digging an early grave fucking so be it man i'm having a great time how's the balance go do you do more rock shows or more art shows or vice versa what's up with that oh definitely more art shows i uh, know rock shows i do way more rock shows uh because i do my my they're called AMP. If you go onto Facebook and you do like Tokyo AMP or something, AMP, you'll see my my Facebook page or whatever. And that's only on Facebook, you know, but I try to be underground. I don't want to be like too successful, you right know, on. because the thing is I want to keep, I want to stay underground so I don't sell out, you know? Yeah. So, and then I mean, that would suck. But um, anyway, so like basically like if you do that, like uh, you'll see that I have like two events every month or at least at least one event every month. But I show my artwork at my Tokyo Art Tank events twice a year. But now on top of that, I've got like what, 
four or five other art exhibitions that I'm doing. But I mean, it's cool. You know, I I love it. You know, it's fine. You know, I mean, it's a lot of work. You know, there's a lot of like restless nights. There's a lot of stress. There's a lot of worry. There's a lot of nights where I stay up all night and I'm just worried like, oh my God, what am I going to do? What am I, I don't have any art for this show. Oh my God. And I've got a week left. Oh my God. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's painful in my liver too. Cause I, you know, did like calm myself down. I'm like, I got to get a drink. <laughs> uh but hey man that's that's part of the fun right it's part of the totally good man yeah so anyway what's going on with you man enough about me what's going on with you man hey it's the johnny show man i'm just i'm just here as a fan you know what i mean uh for me this week i gotta do the uh thing that we all hate and that we never look forward to i gotta go to docomo the docomo shop and get a new phone I thought you were gonna say barbecue. <laughs> no, no, I did, I've done two barbecues in the last week. Yeah, it's crazy stuff. But uh, yeah, I gotta go. Um, you know how much you know how painful it is to go to the to the um, phone shop in Japan, it, and it's not an easy thing. It takes hours mm. and hours and hours and hours, especially when you're getting a new phone. But I, I've been. It, it's kind of like the dentist, but <clears throat> times two, right? Kind of like that. Yeah, kind of like that. Totally. But um, you know. I, they always do like two year or three year contracts in Japan and, and uh, you know the old saying is like when the new phones come out the old phones die and uh, I think that's what that's what they do with uh, the phones here in Japan for sure because uh, in the last in the last two weeks or something my phone's been like where the battery won't charge or it says like there's something caught inside of the uh, the battery the cable port take the ca- take the cable out my phone gets down to like 15 or 10 percent and I, I gotta find some way to charge it and you know and then I try a different cable or whatever and then it finally fucking works and but it charges like slow it takes like five hours to charge to like 50 percent yeah yep 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 I'm getting to that point where I gotta I gotta just go into Docomo and get a new phone man and oh, uh shit. The, yeah, the new phones are coming out for Samsung, uh, which is my favorite brand of phone. Uh, the new phones for Samsung are released today. So, mm-hmm. of course, my phone starts really fucking up today. So there's no no choice but uh, tomorrow. Because I, I work primarily off my phone, to be honest. <laughs> right? Yeah. But, all right, so you, <laughs> I thought you were going to say something. <laughs> but um, so wait, so you, own, you have an iPhone or a Samsung? No. Samsung, bro. I, I'm an Android guy. I don't like, I don't like Apple controlling what I do. I have an, a Samsung. I think that's the problem. <laughs> well, that because Apple will control everything that you can have on your phone, and you can't yep. put on your phone, and that's terrible. I hate that shit. And then plus, they charge a lot of that's money true. for less specs than everybody else has. But the um, yep. thing with Samsung is Samsung will come out with a phone that has super high specs. Awesome camera, great fucking camera. Have a better camera. The, the camera is awesome. I, yeah, I, I and I take a lot of photos. Camera. Yeah, so <laughs> as like a movie maker, as a, as a film guy, as a as a podcaster, as an entrepreneur, I need to be able to take really, really awesome, awesome fucking photos. You know, and that's uh, true. That's true. Yeah, so it's always Samsung for me. There, there's some drawbacks. To, there's some drawbacks to Samsung for sure. Like every time you take your Samsung into like a really hot day or or a shiny or a shiny day and the screen doesn't work the screen goes black that's been a problem with samsung's for a while yeah a long time dude a long time yeah so like when i'm riding the harley i put my samsung on my little uh mobile phone holder to use it as a map you know to like Uh guide me where i'm going and if it's too hot outside man that screen goes black and you got to pull over and like put it into some shadow or put it some cold like in some air conditioning to make it go back then you can use it for a little while before it goes black again. It's it's a pain in the ass. But anyways, regardless mm. of that, tomorrow I will spend most of the day at Docomo. Because when you go to Docomo, it takes like three or four hours. You go in there, and the first thing they say is, do you have an appointment? Of fucking course I don't have an appointment. Do I need an appointment? And they're like, all right, if you don't have an appointment, you have to take your number. Fine. Then... You sit around waiting while you're looking at while you're sitting around waiting in Docomo. There's people standing around, like employees of Docomo, standing around with clipboards, doing fuck all. And you're like, "What do you do? What do you fucking do? What do you do? Why am I sitting here? Get behind the counter and fucking help me out." And then finally, Whoa. finally, finally, somebody comes and helps you out, and you you, go, you can pick out a phone and everything. Then you got to go through the data transfer and all that crap, and it takes hours, man, hours. Have you you've gone through this before, haven't you? I mean, it's not just me. <laughs> I, I think it's way more painless for Apple users using SoftBank. 
And the only reason why I use SoftBank, and I know it's more expensive, but the only reason why I use SoftBank is because when I go back to the United States, like one week, two weeks out of the year, yeah. I'm able to use my phone as a normal phone. I don't have to like do anything weird or anything or have like a Wi-Fi or something like that. Because with SoftBank, basically, if you have that company here in Japan, when you go back to the United States, you, it, it works fine. It works exactly the way it is and stuff. You use AT&T or something, I think, but yeah. You don't have so, to change the SIM? You don't have to do anything. You just you just go to the back and stuff, whatever. You don't get charged double or anything like that or whatever or no something. Shit. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah, like, yeah. I've had I've had the horror story happen to me, and I'm sure a lot of foreigners have had this happen to you. I've heard about you, this. Yeah, you go back to the United States, and then like you get a phone call, and it phone calls like ten minutes, and then you get back to Japan, and two months later you get a bill for like six hundred bucks. You're like, yeah, what the yeah. fuck, man? Six hundred bucks plus yeah. you got to make your phone payment. You know. For, yeah, for your but no, no, no. With that, uh, with uh, with SoftBank, you don't have to deal with that, you know. But I'm gonna say, wait, what? What? It's not AT and T. It's like another T-Mobile. Uh, it might be T-Mobile. I don't know, man. But uh, when you go back and stuff, you get on, you get on like uh, just call it, you get on like one of the services over there, and then you're good to go. You know, and your phone is basically the same. But the thing is, American service is not as fast as Japanese service. Like, no, not at all. The Wi-Fi in Japan is like lightning fast. I mean, everything's so much faster over here. It's like when I go there, maybe it's because I'm going through Japan. Maybe because it's like, you know, I'm going through a different system or something. Yeah. But it just seems like everything's lagging unless I get on Wi-Fi somewhere. I'm so, thinking about yeah, I might change to SoftBank, dude. If that's the you case. Might, you might. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Research and stuff. But that's what I do. But the thing is, it's just like, for me, you know, it just works out. I pay a little bit more, but, you know, it's cool. I'm cool with it. You know, it, it's always worked for me. It's always been in my favor, other financially, but it's better than paying like a $600 like phone bill and shit. I mean, fuck, I couldn't afford that now. If I had a $600 phone bill right now, dude, I'm like, fuck, cut dude, your ties. Yeah. yeah, cut my ties, dude. Cut, fuck, I gotta sell my balls. I'm like, I'll sell yeah. blood, blood semen if anybody wants it also i'll sell my hair <laughs> yeah, i'd be fucked you know yeah but it's never fun going to the fucking mobile phone store here in japan if you're gonna change your phone to a new phone it, it takes hours and it's ridiculous but i'm now now that you've said that now i'm gonna consider going to softbank and fuck docomo because you're paying all this extra money and then you also you can't change the sim like if you go to the states and you're still paying for your phone, for example, if you get like a two thousand dollar phone, and you're doing mm -hmm. like monthly payments, like every month you pay forty three dollars or whatever for your phone, mm -hmm. if you're still paying for your phone, you can't change your SIM, you can't unlock it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You gotta, then you gotta you gotta go with the Docomo thing that charges you six hundred dollars for like a five minute phone call. That's crazy, dude. Ridiculous. Hey, yo, somebody's at my door. Somebody's right. at my door. Just, just, just talk. All right. <laughs> just talk about how much you hate Docomo. Docomo's evil. We hate Docomo. Close your door, man, before they leave. Yeah. Wouldn't it be weird if it was Tom and Tom just came to the door and like fucking started stabbing Johnny on the fucking podcast? I mean, it was like a historical moment. We got like on the Y files and shit, like the day that Johnny gets killed on on the, the podcast because Tom knocked on his door and stabbed him to fucking death. Weird, right? All right. I'm going to take this time to shout out to my buddy Yuka. Yuka, what's up, my friend? And to Yoshi, a couple of people who go to Eight Stars American Bar, my bar. And uh, hang out and watch the program. Everyone checks out the show. I want to say hi to Tomoko. Tomoko's another good friend of ours. She's a violinist, and she also listens to the show. So if you guys like the show, click on like and leave a comment, and I will reply back to you. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. I wonder if Johnny's getting, like, um, like a fucking delivery or something. It's like already... Like 10 p.m., man. If someone's knocking at my door at 10 p.m., I'm like, who's been kidnapped? You know what I mean? There's no way I'm doing that shit. But surely after this, we're going to start doing the news and we'll get into some funny content. And because I'm almost, almost out of my drink, man. The ice is gone for the most part. Johnny's back. Fucking Who was Dokum. it? Yeah, it's me. It's my Docomo bill, dude. They, they're so aggressive these days. They came to the door and started knocking. They're like, where's our money? And I was like, I don't even have Docomo. Like, it's you got to get an appointment and come to our office. I was like, no. Obviously, they're listening to the live stream right now. And they track me down. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mm. And we were worried. We were worried that it was going to be old T Boss coming to stab you and live on on the on the podcast. Why? Why would he stab me? He quit. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he just goes nuts and stabs you. I don't know. I'm just making up shit just to talk to people. No, I don't think he has, he has a knife. He might have a spoon though. I don't know. <laughs> Even but worse. I'm, worse than oh, getting stabbed with a oh. spoon. Yeah. I'm getting stabbed with a spoon. Jeez, getting stabbed with anything sucks, man. Oh, see the wife walking around in the background. Sli- Hello, Mrs. Johnny. Oh no, that's my mistress. But oh, okay. um, yeah, no, that getting stabbed with anything sucks. I had a sliver the other day. Dude, when's the last time you got a sliver? Um, I work in a bar, so I get my fingers cut often with like broken glass and stuff. You know, you listen to me. All right, get Wait, hold on a second. This is actually, you know, this is live. This is live. We're completely live. My 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 mistress wife is here. Yes, yes. It's, uh, sorry, it's a giant wet hood. No. What what's she wearing? Like like five a white T-shirt, obviously. Uh, um, Mrs. Yeah. Meyer, we're live. This is live YouTube. Hi, Mrs. Yeah. Johnny. <laughs> hey. Hey, tell us all the bad words I taught you. What? That's not a bad word. What? Oh, that's a great word. Yeah. Yeah. What was the bad word that I taught you? What? That's not a bad word. You can't say what. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, that's great content. Yeah, my wife away. my wife uses the word cunt all the time now because I guess we talked about the word cunt. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you sure it's cunt? It's probably can't. She's no, like, no, no. It's, it's cunt. It. Like, like, ah, bad word. When she's driving, <laughs> when she's driving, she's like, look at this fucking cunt. Like, oh, uh, fucking cunt! Yeah, that's that's fucking cunt. Actually, yeah, that's yeah, the right, yeah, that, that's yeah. the right way to that's say. That's hilarious. It. it cracks me yeah. up every time. Fucking hilarious, Johnny. Yes, let's sir. get to some news, baby. All right, cool. We got the top five, the top five stories of this week, and uh, yeah, they're really good faders. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a little break, and when we come back from listening to our sponsors that you should support, we are going to get into the top five, and the top five is awesome. All right, faders, we'll catch you in a minute. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Fuck you. Peace. Hey, yo, what's up, faders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I can probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2000 and each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepa. Eight Stars American Bar, located between Daimyo and Yakuin. Come get your party on. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to... Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors. Located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Are you in Harajuku with some out of town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. At Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. 
A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each and they're worth so much more. These, are, these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool, that's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. In a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your fade on in style. Papa. In Tokyo and Craving Soul Food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. Welcome back, faders. And here we are with the news. And I got to say, holy smokes, we've got a lot of news. And this news is good. The top five is prosperous for us tonight on God Faded Japan. And oh boy, is it exciting. And without further ado, um, I believe I'm going to start off with like the first news article. Okay. On that note, here we go, faders. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Man arrested for attempted murder after stabbing boss with knife and hitting him with golf club after he ran him over with a minivan and nailed him in the balls with a slingshot and then he spit on his knee. Light him on fire, okay. man. No, he didn't light him on fire. Okay, all right. Technically, that's like... Correct. Yeah. 50, I know, 50% correct. Okay, let me let me read the title, like, honestly. Man arrested for attempted murder after he's, after stabbing his boss with a knife and hitting him with a golf club. Okay, so all that other stuff is fabricated by me. Okay, but man, seriously, this dude funny, is not yeah. going to get a promotion after that TikTok video prank. <laughs> that was uh, funny. Police in, oh, yeah. Police in Takamatsu, which is a beautiful part of Japan, they get the best noodles. Takamatsu noodles. Jeremy, have you ever had, uh, was it Sanoki Udon? No, I don't believe I have. What's it like? It's uh, it was basically, all right, it's uh, Udon noodles, but they're kind of flat and they're really thick and they're, they they got this interesting texture on them. I have they're had very, that. Very I've had yeah. that. I've had that. Those are great, man. I like those. And they're kind of like... It comes in like a football shape, and they cut them, cut it off with a little knife, and uh, and it goes into the soup, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe, I love maybe, that. maybe, yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, but anyway, Takamatsu is famous for sanaki udon, and these udon noodles are so delicious. They're my favorite fucking noodles. Like, Me I mean, too. If, I, if I'm kind of hungry and I'm going like down the street and I see a sanaki udon like restaurant, I'm like, mm. fuck it, I'll go. In. And they're cheap too. They're I was really gonna say cheap. they're they're like like a regular ramen's like 800, 900 yen, but lo- those mm-hmm. are like 700, 750 at, at tops. But mm-hmm. they they are filling, man. They'll make your belly full. Oh yeah, it's still under ten bucks. It's fantastic. Yeah. So and, and they come from Takamatsu, this place right here. So. Police in Takamatsu, Kagawa Prefecture have arrested a 49-year-old man on suspicion of attempted murder. 
murder after he stabbed his 61-year-old boss and also hit him with a golf club. I wonder which what, what happened first. Do you stab and then you hit, or do you hit and then you stab? Anyway, we'll find out. According to police, Mitsuhiro Fukizaki, a company employee residing in Sanuki Kagawa Prefecture, hit his boss in the back with a golf club Ouch. as he was walking to work along a street in Takamatsu at around 7.10 a.m. On July 14th, Kyoto News reported. He also stabbed the man in the chest with a fruit knife. Oh, that's fucking brutal. Brutal on top of brutal, man. This is like fucking GTA. The victim was taken to the hospital where doctors told police his injuries will take about three months to recover from. Oh, my God. Three months of agony. Can you believe that? That sucks for this old guy. Although Fuchizaki fled the scene. Surveillance camera footage, of course, (laughs) showed the incident and he was arrested on Monday. You know, the thing is, it's like the boss, the boss saw him. The boss is like. Hey, what are you doing? Fucking work is like in 30 minutes. Oh, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> now he's walking. The Please. boss was walking with that fucking George Jefferson pimp walk, man. And the guy was like, look at this fucking cunt. Give him that golf club. What? Oh, he's not down yet. Let me just like snick, 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 snick. And he still didn't kill him. That's why he, That's why he's a fucking failure. That's why he's not the boss, dude. He didn't kill the guy. Oh, yeah. But they work together, though, man. Takamatsu is a very small like city. It's like the size of like... It's probably the size of Masashi Kosugi, to be honest. It's got a, it's a big and it's popular for the noodles, but that's it. It's a very, very small place. And so probably like, I mean, of course the boss knew him. The boss probably hurt, like recognized his shoes as the guy's running towards him. Um, police said the two men work for an electronics manufacturing company and the victim is Fuchizaki's immediate boss. Oh yeah, of course he fucking knew who Fuchizaki, it was. Fuchizaki, is that you? You son of a bitch. <laughs> Get your ass to work. What is that golf club in your hand, Fujizaki, you cunt? <laughs> no, Fujizaki's the boss, but oh, okay. anyway, anyway, but he, he heard the guy coming up and stuff. And I don't know. Working at Nintendo is not going to be the same for a long time. Please say, please are questioning the co-workers about the source of the trouble between the two men. I'm going to say that fucking that the, the guy, the subordinate, he, he didn't get, well, well the stop, that's definitely a problem, but yeah. he didn't get like a vacation time that he wanted or something. And uh, he took things to like the uh, 10th degree. All right. Story, your turn. I was just thinking like Fuchizaki is like, you know what? I want to have a vacation day. You want a vacation day? It's over my dead buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't say. Really? So you say. <laughs> well, All right, here, here we go. Here we go. This is weird, dude. Man held after spraying substance on female employees at Osaka Food, uh, Osaka Prefecture Food Distribution, Osaka, dude, Food Distribution Center. Johnny loves Osaka, man. I love it too. It's a great place. It's a great place. It is a great place. Yeah. Yeah. Osaka's great. And if spraying on females is a problem, (laughs) I might be in jail myself. (laughs) Anywho, uh, police in Osaka have arrested a 24-year-old unemployed man after he sprayed a substance on female employees at a fruit and vegetable delivery uh, dealer uh, located outside Osaka Prefectural Food Distribution Center in Ibaraki City on Tuesday. Police, uh, so according to police, the man Masaki Nakamura sounds like a sprayer, like a sprayer, like a squirter. Okay, Nakamura said that he doesn't understand the allegations against him. Oh, Nakamura, yeah, 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 sprayed shit on people, bro. Brain worms, my buddy Leon Lush. Okay. Me and Lush. Leon Lush. Hello, buddy. Okay. Uh, police said the incident occurred around 10 a.m. on Tuesday. Nakamura entered the fruit the fruit dealer and sprayed three females, <laughs> 20 to 40, with a substance. I uh, can't blame him. And then left. Yeah. <laughs> he smoked a cigarette, then left, you know. Uh, uh, the police did not say what the substance, the substance was. <sighs> okay, Nakamura turned himself into the police station later at 2 p.m. on Tuesday. The police have uh, said there's problems with the suspect's relatives who worked at the distribution center and the vegetable dealer. What do you got, Johnny? What do you got, man? I'm going to go for broke bug spray. 
Oh, I reckon he jacked off on everyone, man. He jacked off in Spider-Man. Don't like just like threw his webs everywhere. All right, that's pretty gross. I, you know, I, I was giving Migs. You remember Migs? Doubt. You remember no. Migs? Migs, like uh, the movie Silence that- of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. No, no. Um, like oh yeah, okay. Agent yeah, Clarice yeah. like uh, goes down to visit like uh, Doctor Lecter, and then she walks uh, past that one guy and he neighbor. goes, "I can smell your cunt," and he goes, and he throws cum on her face. Oh, and she goes, "Snap, spin cum on me." Yeah, and then the next day, Lecter kills Migs. Anywho, this guy. Spoiler, uh, <laughs> spoiler alert! That's only like a thirty-year-old movie. Uh, Nakamura-san. Uh, yeah, I think he jizzed on a couple chicks, man. Uh, yeah. Um, I hope not. We don't know. The police didn't say. I'm. I'm. I hope it was uh, bug spray because I mean, bug spray is like mosquito, mosquito. Maybe, maybe he, he's trying to do like God's work or something, you know. But um, probably you're right. You're most likely right. I I, I agree with you. You know, this guy seems like a fucking freak. So uh, yeah, yeah. it's probably it's probably uh spism. So uh, yeah, yeah. he it says he sprayed it on three female employees in age from twenty to forty. So he chose the pretty ones. He didn't go in there and choose the eighty-year-old woman who's mopping up stuff on the floor, right? He went in there and he chose well, the pretty ones and went and, and like gunked all over them, right? But hey, three times—that's that's that's bro, that's impressive. Wait, wait, how did he spray them? Did, 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 in the article, did they say that there, he had some kind of a device like Spider-Man or, no. or was from like his uh, mid section of his body or from his little wiener? He had a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> his little he wiener. He was he was going a million miles an hour. Yeah. Had a super soaker or some shit. I don't a know. Super man. soaker. This, this indeed. kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah. What soaker. an asshole. Super Fuck you, Nakamura. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't do that, man. Fuck it. I mean, dude, think of all these poor women that are working at a fruit stand in, in, in the middle of summer, dude, in Osaka. Osaka's hotter than Tokyo. Right now, Tokyo, well, Tokyo's like 38 degrees uh, centigrade. Yeah. Wait, 45% uh, humidity, which actually yeah. isn't that bad. It's still pretty hot. But anyway, it's fucking hot as fuck. And Osaka's hotter. So fuck this guy. Yeah, fuck him. Okay. Yeah. Fuck you, Nakamura. <clears throat> Eat shit. Eat my peanut shit. Okay, here we go. Next story. Aichi woman arrested for stealing ice cream from delivery truck because it was too hot. Okay, so the smashing grabs have returned to Japan from the United States. They were here a little while ago, and now they're back. Victimless um, crime. Is sad. Is yeah, well, you know, I don't know if it is. You know, I think all stealing is bad because if everybody steals from companies, all the people who work for the companies, their salary gets lower and shakes. They have to increase the prices of everything. So all these people are making um, making minimum minimum wage and shit. Their their salary gets lower. They don't get benefits. They don't get fucking uh, just bonuses and stuff. So fucking when you steal from a company, you're fucking everybody, dude. So if you if you steal from McDonald's, you're fucking the guy that's flipping fucking burgers. So fuck you. I, I fucking hate it when people steal shit. Okay. Here we go. Needless to say, the summer is quickly turning down to be the worst one ever with temperatures and humidity skyrocketing all over the planet. Yep, we just discussed that. It's getting harder and harder to find relief. It's enough to make people do rash things, especially when tempted by the great taste of sweet, sweet ice cream bitches. Can't believe there's bitches in the article. That's kind of weird. That's rude. Um, that's that's rude. That's rude. Yeah. I'm going to sue this article. Um, on the morning of July 16th, a truck was delivering a shipment of sweet, sweet frozen snacks to the Genki Food Genki G E N K Y Genki Food and Drug in Ama City, Aichi Prefecture. As the order was being loaded onto the store, a clerk spotted a woman in the process of stealing five ice-cold items from the truck. When the 21-year-old truck clerk approached her, she became violent and bit his hand in the struggle. Yo, this bitch is a fucking zombie, dude. She's like, oh, brains. And she's getting the ice cream. She's like, no, that's not brains. And the guy shows up. He's like, stop stealing. She's like, brains. And she bit his hand. This guy is now a zombie. The pandemic of zombiness is upon us. Uh, Walking dead rules, man. If you cut his arm off, he'll be fine. Remember Herschel? Actually, if you get 
Oh, I remember that. If you get bit on the hand, you cut your dick off, you survive too. It's, it's a weird fucking phenomenon when it comes to zombies. I don't know why. Um, the clerk suffered lacrization. Lacrization. I'm fucking fucking faded. Laceration. <laughs> laceration is the season as I forgot. On the finger of his left hand, but was otherwise unharmed in the, and restrained the woman on the spot. She was handed over to police who arrested her for the attempt of theft and assault. Um, yeah, you know what? This is this is pretty fucked up because I mean this lady here, it's hot. She wanted ice cream. I'm sure she asked the guy, she's like, Hey, listen, I'm really hot. I need ice cream. Maybe he would have given it to her or something, you know. She 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 took the wrong approach. Jeremy, what do you think? I think um I like the quote she has there. It says, being caught stealing once when I was five. Oh, I didn't read that last part. Oh no, no, sorry. That's a that's a reference to uh, Jane's addiction. Oh, when I was five, and I walk up to the door, walk the door. Hey, 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 hold a Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. Yeah. Oh my God! She said that we would have let her go. Still, you know what? I mean, stealing is wrong. But you know what the interesting thing is? All around the world when people are stealing shit, especially like on TikTok and stuff, you got all these TikTokers that are stealing shit. They're stealing Rolexes and Louis Vuitton bags and doing smash and grabs. They they fucking smash all this shit. They fucking take all this shit. Then they sell it on eBay. Then they take the money. And then they, they buy like fucking really bad like stuff for their body, if you know what I'm saying. And, and the thing is, here in Japan... This one time, this one lady actually stole food to 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 support her life, you know. So yeah. this is like the one time, like for it's kind of justified to a degree, you know. She stole because she needed it. Most times when people steal shit, they're like, "Dude, I'm gonna steal a Louis Vuitton bag and then I'm gonna sell it and I'm gonna buy fucking some Nike shoes or some stupid ass shit," you know. Yeah, but, but she went but corn she- on the cob. She went corn on the cob on that dude's finger. <laughs> Like, because he tried to like stop her. Yeah, that that's rude. That's rude. Well, that was rude, but maybe she was like really hungry or a zombie. Maybe she's a zombie. Yeah, yeah that's maybe rude. there's zombies. Yeah. Maybe there's a lot of zombies in Osaka right now. Anyway, next story. Yeah. All right. Two thousand peaches stolen from Fukushima orchard. Wait, wait. A lot of problems with peaches it. are stolen. Peaches, yeah, peaches. Oh, peaches. Peaches, bro. Peaches. Peaches. I thought you said bitches. I was like, my God, the horror houses are empty in Fukushima. (laughs) No, peaches, the fruit that looks like butt. No, I thought it was kidnapping. That's true. It's true. All right. 2,000 peaches, which were ready for picking, have been stolen from an orchard in Date, Fukushima Prefecture. If you're going to steal food, please don't steal from Fukushima because there was a little thing with a nuclear fallout and there might have been some stuff that happened to the food that it might eat your fucking insides. Anywho, according to the police, the orchard owner, a man in his 70s, the peaches were stolen sometime between late Wednesday afternoon and 8 a.m. Thursday, the Kyoto News reported. The peaches were stolen from 30 trees and were valued about 650,000 yen. So about five grand, $5,000. Uh, they included wow. highly sought after Akatsuki Aka variety. That's a variety of peach that's very highly sought after, apparently. Um, the police have stepped up the patrols and, and <laughs> they're looking for people eating peaches. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, where'd you get that fucking peach? Come on. <laughs> like, you ain't fooling no one. <laughs> yeah. We've stepped up our patrols, asshole. Fuck you, <laughs> copper. Yeah. This is a regular peach. I paid for it. Okay. Uh, the police have stepped up the patrols in several prefectures in the past few years uh, following a spate of fruit thefts. Okay. Fukushima is the second largest peach growing prefecture in Yamanashi. Uh, August is the peak season for peaches. What do you think, Johnny? You know what? I mean, these crimes, they've been going on for a while now, and we've been covering them since, like, uh, I think, like, 2008 or something. Yeah. And yeah. 
it, it still blows me fucking out of my mind away that people are stealing fruit and selling them. And somewhere, somehow, people are buying this illegal fruit and then selling it to like customers or to whoever. And so I, I, I don't understand how this black market works and shit. And I don't understand how you could fucking like steal 2000 peaches. Hand up. You, you good? Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I know how to do it. So a certain population of people in Japan, um, they have these trucks or whatever, and they get like about 30 of their mates, the 30 of their buddies. And it says it was stolen from 30 trees, right? So they get 30 yep. people. They hop in these trucks at night and they go out there because there's no one around because the orchard's huge. Orchard is huge. It's like acres and acres and acres. It's like it's not like anyone can hear them get on to the land, right? And one person per hot? tree. Yeah, but one no no. There's no one around, bro. Like <laughs> this guy's seventy, so he fucks off around five. So these guys hit this place oh. around. They hit this place around you know midnight, and uh, there's no one around. And they, they, they got one person per tree, get as many fucking peaches as you can, lowest ones, and move your way up. And then um, they go online uh, with a, like a group of people, that say the same group that they're in. And uh, they say, like, uh, we've got all these peaches now. Uh, and, we'll, and, and the store sells them for like 400 yen per pound, but we'll sell them for 200 yen per pound. So all the people in that black market group start going over there and buying them up and then once they're all bought up like quickly i mean there's no there's how can you prove that's that's the peaches that were stolen right now, uh, the same thing happens with like with like uh, pigs and like uh, other kind of vegetables fruits apples yeah they they get away with a lot of shit bro so it's kind of like cigarettes falling off a truck back in the 1930s or something, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, I got this pack of cigarettes. I got this. I got this set of speakers, Johnny. You want to buy the set of speakers? It fell off the back of a truck. I don't know, man. But I mean, peaches, dude. I mean, well, look, bro. Such a weird thing to steal. Although I guess it is kind of lucrative. I mean, fruit here in Japan is pretty expensive. So I mean, but, I, I mean, don't even yeah. buy fruit anymore. It, it's sort of like my meat behind this- me. If you go to the supermarket and they're 400 yen per pound or whatever, but the email you got says we got we got these Akasuki ones that are awesome apparently for 200 yen a pound. We're just going we want to move them or even 100 yen a pound. They're like ridiculously cheap. We want to move these. We want to get rid of them as fast as possible because they're going to a they're going to rot and b we're going to get yeah. caught because they have stolen food, right? So yeah. we want to get rid of them like as soon as possible because they're worth six hundred fifty thousand yen. But if the they're guy really who stole, delicious. if the guy who stole, if the guy who steals it gets hundred and fifty thousand yen, he still wins. I got one question. What's up, bro? How do I get in this email list? I fucking love uh, these peaches. I love peaches, <laughs> oh man. God. I love peaches, dude. I love peaches. You you peaches can put them in awesome, shochu. Put them in shochu and let them oh, like ferment yeah. over time. Oh, it's so good, man. Yeah, oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's great, man. Peaches are amazing, dude. Fucking, oh, they're the best. And they look All like right. butts. And they look like a little, like, yeah, 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 little kid butts, I guess. Kind of weird. Not but, yeah. kid butts. Not okay, kid butts. Not kid butts. Yeah, yeah, very young butts. All right, anyway, no, here we no, go. Little tiny um, miniature people butts, like elves. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> well, they're this big. That's, a, that's the joke. Okay. All right. <clears throat> All right, so this is the top five. This is the last story. Okay. 89-year-old man arrested for indecent behavior in elevator. Woo-hoo. Now, I've been in many elevators in my life. In fact, I think I go in an elevator every single day of my life. Uh, well, no, in Tokyo, at least. And the thing is, you know, when I go in an elevator, sometimes I do things that are considered indecent. I listen to my music too loud, and I kind of, like, dance a little bit to the right and to the left or whatever. Oh, oh. And sometimes, like, maybe maybe I'll pull out, like, like when I used to smoke, I'll pull out a cigarette right before you know the doors open but i wouldn't light it i wouldn't light it but i I have a cigarette in my hand that's indecent but let's see what's going on with this 89 year old man that's doing some indecent stuff in this behavioral elevator i'm getting faded i reckon he gets his chop out where he's like uh, barbecuing yeah he gets his little pork chop out it's like, dude, if I, I got a barbecue, if I got this yeah. the time of the year. Uh, you can't barbecue in an elevator, you asshole. <laughs> I just got these peaches from this guy for fucking like so cheap. Okay. 
Police in Koichi City, Koichi Prefecture, said Friday that they have arrested an 89-year-old man on suspicion of indecent behavior after he groped the buttocks of a woman in an elevator. Okay, well, I've never done that. <laughs> I've never done that. According I've literally police, never done that. No, I've literally never. I've done it to myself, but... According to police, the incident occurred at around 11.10 a.m. Thursday in the elevator of a building with a karaoke parlor from where the man, Matsuyoshi Hamada, had just come. Fucking karaoke, once again. The culprit. Uh, Kyoto News reported he had been singing there by himself. Singing by myself, ho ho, singing by myself. I'm just a pervert with a microphone with a hand in my hand, and I'm grabbing buttocks by myself in an elevator. Uh oh, um, oh, 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 little oh, Billy oh, Idol. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, little Billy <clears throat> Idol. That's right. Please said the woman who is in the who is aged between 18 and 20. Well, that's kind of weird that the cops don't even know how old she is. <laughs> Either she's like, a child she or an adult. Yeah, right. She could be fucking 100. Okay. Police said the woman who is aged between 18 and 20 and the man do not know each other. The woman told police she was in the elevator when Hamada got on. Uh, No one else was in the elevator at the time. She said Hamada suddenly lifted up her skirt and groped her buttocks. Okay, this guy is really fucked up. This This is where the story gets dark. Fuck this guy. Uh, The woman went home and told her parents who contacted the police. Why did she? Well, she well she did the right thing. I would have contacted the police immediately. Um, police said Hamada has denied the allegations and quoted him at and quoted him as saying that he just brushed against the woman and didn't grope her. Um, you know what the thing is? Um, Your vagina the- bit my finger. <laughs> yeah, every <laughs> single elevator in Japan has at least one or two cameras. So the thing is, like, I mean, if if he did do it, fucking yeah, dude, he's fucking busted as fucking fuck this guy. And if he didn't do it, well, well, there's cameras there, so fucking like that, I mean, they'll they'll see what's gonna go what, what happen and shit, you know. Um, I'm not gonna say fuck this guy or not fuck this guy because we don't know they, because they don't have like any footage just yet. But there is footage, obviously, because fucking have you been to? If you've been to any karaoke place in Japan, there's cameras fucking Nick. everywhere because yeah. there's been so many fucking horrible incidents. I mean, there's been shootings. There's been fucking gropings and rapes and shit in karaoke parlors in, in fucking certain parts of Japan. That it's just like, you know what? They, they have cameras everywhere, all yeah. over karaoke parlors, especially in the fucking elevators. So this guy is I've obviously going to be super innocent or super guilty. And if he's guilty, fuck him. No shit, bro, but he's 89. 89, 89 years old. He he's gonna die some he's gonna die soon, bro. He he doesn't give a shit, right? This is a problem in Japan right now. A lot of old people don't give a fuck because they're poor and they don't have money to fucking live. So they're like, you know what? I can just go to jail and get three three hots in a cot until I'm dead, right? It's, uh, some people you know in Jap- Japan think like that, bro. Yeah, I'm sure they do. I'm sure a lot of people do. But the thing is, though, it's just like uh, prison in Japan is not like prison in the West. It's not no. like Finland or Sweden or Estonia where it's just like it's actually super cushy. And it's not like America where it's like it's really bad, but it's not that bad. In Japan, prison is like not a place you want to go to. Actually, don't commit any crimes in Japan. In fact, that's one of the reasons why we do this podcast to tell you guys don't do crimes in japan don't do we're all crime fighters yeah yeah we're like two robins there's no way we're batman but we're two robins fucking telling stories and shit i know you got batman and stuff and yeah i know you got i know you got but the thing is just like yeah yeah you do not do not do anything bad in japan because fucking if you go to jail dude fucking whoa game over i mean i don't know man ooh. for 80 89 years old how are they really gonna fuck with this dude in, in prison man no, not being fucked with. It's just like the rules and stuff, and like I mean, the the protocol and all the things he's got to do and shit. The, the workhouses yeah, and stuff. They're really they're really strict about that. Like you can't talk. You can't. He's got to be down. on his knees. And he's got to fucking yeah. like you, you. You can't sleep on your side. There's like all sorts of stuff. I, I'm not gonna get into it, but right now because I'm too fucking faded. But the thing is, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it is. Let's save it for another podcast. But um, yeah, dude, fucking. If I was 89 years old. 
that's the last thing I want to do is go to jail, especially for touching. Like, oh God, that, that, that's your legacy. <laughs> he just groped your butt. He just went. He just went like great company. He just grabbed your butt. Yeah, his downfall. It's like falling down. The movie falling down. He's a great guy until the very end. <laughs> yeah. How much is this Coke? Fifty cent. Twenty-five cent. No, the Coke is fifty cent. <laughs> yeah, falling down, falling down was a great movie. Falling down was a great movie. Yeah. You know what I saw recently that was a great movie that what? I, mean, I haven't seen in years? What up? Heathers. Oh, fuck. I remember that shit from the 80s, bro. Like, uh, it's got yep. the fucking uh, di- dime store. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dime store uh, Jack Nicholson, Christian Slater. And it's also got, it's got a couple. Uh, it's got. Uh, Renona Ryder. Yeah, yeah, that chick. That chick. I want a rider too. And uh, yeah, she yep. she's she's really good, man. That, that, that no, they, they, they kill a lot of chicks in that movie. Yeah, they kill a lot of Heathers. But that movie is absolutely fantastic. Like, the, the dialogue in that movie is absolutely spectacular. You Love know, it. I, I just came across it, and I was like, oh, fucking Heathers. Yeah, I'll fucking watch it and stuff. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I'm, like, right now twice the age, twice the age of, like, who they are at yeah. that time. But now yeah. they're fucking, like, four times my age, whatever. It's, math is weird. But the thing is, it's just, like... Man, dude, that that movie, the lines in that movie, the things that they say, fuck me gently with a chainsaw. Dude, who the fuck would come up with that? It's so fucking great, dude. Corn nuts. Oh, my God. There's like so many great lines in that fucking movie, dude. It's unbelievable. Awesome. It, Heather's the fucking spectacular movie. And, and fucking the thing is, like, even though it's like, like what, 30, 40 years old, it's yeah. still a good movie to watch. We should do a Got Faded Japan top five movies like it could be of any time but like we do like an essay of like what's what's a cool movie like for me it would be the breakfast club i love that movie man breakfast club oh yeah yeah and also uncle buck uncle buck's another great one same director who are you yeah Yeah. i'm your uncle buck do i have an uncle unfortunately (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah he's so good he's Uh, so good man john candy's awesome god i love john candy Great guy. Great guy. Rest in peace, John Candy. Anyway, on that note, faders, thank you so much for tuning into this very special episode of Got Faded Japan. They're all very special. And you heard it. Um, yes. Uh, uh, if you are alive and you've got money, definitely sign up for the Patreon. And if you're alive and you don't have money, definitely go to the uh, YouTube page and uh, subscribe, like, and just watch all our videos and enjoy. I mean, it, it's not like uh, you have to do it or anything. It's like something that you can just like do and just enjoy. Cause like all our videos are just so much fun just to watch and stuff. I mean, you can crack open a six pack and just hang out with us and get faded with us and just have like a good night or a good day or a good weekend or a good Sunday or a good like Monday morning when you call in sick because you have COVID quote unquote. But uh, yeah, uh, Jeremy, how else can people support the show? Oh, Johnny, you pointed out like, uh, you know, they can just turn our videos on in the background and let them run all the way to the end because that that tweaks the uh, YouTube algorithm and they watch the videos all the way to the end. Second thing you can do is you can click like like liking a video doesn't cost you anything, man. But it does help us out. I know every fucking video on YouTube says click like click subscribe, but that really does affect how the algorithm looks at shit. So you can check us out on YouTube, TikTok. Uh, I guess, does Twitter even exist anymore? I mean, X? What? Is it really X? I don't know, man. It's a, it's a mystery to me. I haven't looked at it. I really don't look at Twitter that much. Uh, you can also what? look at us on... on, a, on are, we on, are we on threads yet, man? Do we have to be at this point? Is Do people... Uh, people put stuff up on threads, but I don't think... Any, like, I mean, I've got friends that have, like... Wait... I put I put shit on threads. I'm just gonna say I I I do. I'm raising my hand because I put shit no, on threads. I, I do too. I do too. But I get through. I get friends that have like 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 fifty thousand, like so many like friends, and everybody likes all their stuff on like Instagram. But on threads, there's like three likes, and I'm like, wait, are people doing threads? Is that a thing yet? Or I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it, I don't know if the threads is a thing right now. I don't know. But maybe we should. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I should maybe possibly all right hey uh in the comments if you guys are doing threads put your name down there and we'll follow you you get god faded japan to follow you on threads if you put your name down in the comments oh uh, yeah, anything we'll else that. out there johnny like um we got in my in my bar we got 
We got a live. We got a live DJ show coming up. We got Yukata and Jimbe night. You know what a Yukata is, Johnny? I believe I do. It's like a kimono, but more sexy. Right, and then you know what a like jimbe is? A jimbe is like a it traditional is. Japanese clothes with shorts, like a like a think about a judo shirt with the uh, short pants. That's a jimbe, and they're about a thousand it's sexy. yen. Yeah, they're awesome. They're awesome. They're great for the summertime. We're having that kind of night at my bar on the 29th. Uh, following by that, at the end of August, the last Saturday of August, we're having salsa night. Do you like to dance the salsa, Johnny? I thought you were talking about salsa, and I was like, hell yeah, dude, I love fucking chips and salsa. Oh, me but too. dancing I salsa, salsa. Yeah. I, you know, salsa is the dance of the devil, and I'm fucking way down with that, dude. Fuck it's sexy, yeah, dude. it's seductive, the music's amazing, the girls are sexy, the dudes know how to move, but I don't care, I got my own moves, but yeah, it's awesome. Absolutely awesome, 110%. So you got a lot of stuff going on in your bar right now, man. Absolutely, dude. And the guy we got coming in to do the salsa night, he's got a fucking pile of records, not not DVs, like not not digital files, but he's got like records of salsa and reggaeton, Afrobeat, all these different kinds of salsa, like Chicano, different kinds of salsa, man. Not just one flavor he's got all these different flavors he's gonna come in he's gonna fucking wax it for us he's gonna show us what's up with the salsa get the dance going we've got nice. two kinds of new mexican beer at my bar we've got tecate and we got mordello as well so we're doing the whole spanish thing folks so come around i'm from texas so i got a little bit of spanish influence in my life i speak spanish i speak japanese i speak english and i'm happy if you guys can come and join us johnny Yes. That, that being said, take us out, man. Faders, thank you very much for tuning in to this very special episode of Got Faders Japan, and we will see you next week. Fuck you, peace. Go fuck yourself. My little brother, a goddamn shit sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Child of pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Suicide, it's a suicide. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.